So, um, everybody, we've been thinking a lot about our brand lately, mm-hmm. and we've decided, like, you know, it's it's really it's a perfect time, I think, for us to pivot. Yeah, um, I think so. And yeah. you know, we've been talking a lot to our sponsors about it, and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we've decided we want to shift Dames and Dragons to be a family-friendly podcast. Yes. And I know that you're all uh, going to support us in this decision. Mm-hmm. We've, you know, we, we've, we've heard you and we listened. And uh, I think it's what, you know, it's what our, our listener base wants. And more importantly, it is what Walt Disney has told us that he will personally rise from his grave and murder us if we do not do right. since, you know, we are now, of course, brand sponsored. Right. Mm-hmm. By right. Walt Disney. <laughs> by Walt Disney himself, not the, the ghost, company. No, the well, ghost actually, you guys, Disney. I just got a new sponsor um, and I think it's a really good time to announce uh, Extreme Restraints. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, as our new sponsor. No, they're not. I wish they were. No, uh, anyway, great. we're going to try really fucking hard to make this a family friendly <laughs> podcast, you guys. Pat, we talked about this. What do you mean? Do you guys? What? Do you guys not? Her, what? What do you mean? Her, Which what? thing did Cat say that wasn't family friendly? Oh, uh, Sponsorships. Oh. We can't talk about our corporate links. You're right. You're right. That's oh, what really right. corrupts the children. I mean, and is, we, is we talking about co- corporate sponsorships. You're right. And it's also like we're sponsored by Walt Disney, so like we can't mention. Extreme restraints because you know they're competitors. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh my god, <laughs> right. thank you're god, absolutely that right. You're so on it. Yeah, uh, well, like we wouldn't I mean, want we wouldn't want anyone. Do to... we have to cut this out? Oh. Yeah, I mean we're gonna. Yeah, have yeah to... I guess we have to start over. Have I mean we're gonna. Over. Over. I'm I'm gonna have... Have to All right, fuck sluts. It's time for a family friendly podcast. <laughs> <laughs> time to play some D and D. Disney and Disney. <laughs> <laughs> And I am your Disney master. Oh. Ooh. Um, I don't know about your Disney trends. Hi. <laughs> um, my name's uh, Noelle. <laughs> I play um, Fran. <laughs> I couldn't tell if that was the joke or if you were just trying to come up I with the joke. I feel like the, uh, it's the worst case scenario. <laughs> It was neither a joke nor a, oh nor a joke. Noelle's just really nervous that she's going to say something that gets us demonetized. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, that would be fucking terrible. <laughs> huh? Oh, are you done? Yeah, no, it's actually done. Yeah, no, didn't you, didn't, you hear the, didn't you hear my punchline? No, I'm sorry. I'm, excuse me, right. excuse me. Uh, uh, my gentle my gentle hit line. Oh, right, because it's oh, a yeah, like, oh, you can't so, say... Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, we don't right. we don't use we can't talk about the P word. The P word. <laughs> we we never use the P word. Uh hi, my name is Juniper and uh I play Corbin. It's not so fucking easy, is it? And, cool um, Disney jokes. Cool Disney jokes about about Disney. Uh, I, really I must w- say Disney. <laughs> Disney. <laughs> That's a cool Disney That's joke. That's a pretty good a cool one. Disney hey, joke. Disney. 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 Uh, more like uh, Disney! Disney. <laughs> I got him. Perfectly family friendly. Do you think we're going to get sued by Disney for this? Yes, absolutely. I fucking hope so. Well, you know, Walt Disney d- does listen to the podcast. I know he does. He sticks the earbuds in his, he sticks his earbud, ear, 
What are they called? AirPods? He's sick. I'm are you old. Okay? Listen, I'm ha- <laughs> one, I'm old. Two, I'm having a stroke. Anyway, um, Walt Disney's head that's in that little jar. He puts the little yeah. AirPods in his little jar with him and he listens. Cool, hey, Dis- who, okay, hey, cool, cool hey. Disney jokes, Hannah. Yeah, hey, who the fuck are you? Uh, <laughs> my name's Walt Disney. I play Hannah. Who plays a character that bears no significant legal resemblance to Slake? Disney is just Walt Disney, but when he's wearing jeans. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get started. Let's do this. Last time you got down to the industrial tunnels and uh, you ended up in some water treatment plants and you made some jokes about the Joker. And then you ended up in uh, in a back room of the Titacairn that Corbin recognized from his dreams. Only it was no longer full of bodies like it was in your dreams. It was just an empty pit with blood and, you know, some remains and a bloody knife. And you guys puzzle about that for a while. You heard the uh, disembodied voice of Phelan in the hallway, but did not see him. So that's a mystery for later. Uh, you were able to uh, scout ahead a little bit to see that uh, you everybody in the Titacairn is walking around in these blue robes. Um, so you sent Selny and Mary back out just as a smaller group, easier to sneak. Mary cast silence just before you left. I think I passed. I passed cast without trace as well. I passed. passed without- yeah, I did it on purpose. It was a funny fucking joke. I passed. <laughs> I cast pass without trace. I'm pretty sure. You passed. Cast. I passed. I passed <laughs> some gas. You passed gas without a trace, and that's yep. where you are now. Yep. I took psychic damage. Speaking of psychic damage, we have not rested. No. No. There's nowhere. There's nowhere to Can rest. We I mean, rest? we, we, we <clears throat> didn't, we haven't rested and we had a fight and we are low on spell slots and it takes tw- twice as many spell slots. But you do have a gun. And we have we, teeth. We do have a gun and we do have teeth. And I. what did I get? I got something. You got uh, shocking grasp gauntlets. Yeah, that's right. And we do have a lot of teeth that we can eat if we yeah. need to. We have a few teeth to survive. We have infinite. I teeth. think we have. No, we have limits on the teeth. Yes. We have like one. Well, but I put oh, a limit on it because I well, realized how badly. It could yes, be yeah, <laughs> but but like we can pull teeth infinitely, like for sustenance. You, oh yeah, like if we're hungry. Yes. Yeah, if we're hungry. We have snacks forever. Yeah, you can pull as many teeth as you want. It's the the spell teeth. Um, I think it was was it once per long rest. Yeah. So you are in, uh, currently you are in a side hallway. Um, let me describe uh, what's going on in here first uh, again, so you guys can remember where you were. So you guys came in on a side hallway and there is a, a main room. Across from you, there is another hallway. The room is a large rectangular room. There is a tree made of silvery cold iron in the middle. And there is at one end of the room a raised platform with a set of stairs up to it. Looks like a workshop. And there are doors outside. There are blue robed dwarves all up in here, walking around, wandering around. They're pushing around like big carts full of bones. They're uh, doing, doing things, doing stuff, doing experiments. So you guys need to figure out where Swan Roxon is to rescue him. Uh, you need to rescue him. You need to get out. I look around nervously and I climb into the cart. Hell yeah. All right. So uh, you you and Corbin, um, why don't you just roll me stealth checks so we can see how well the two of you have uh, covered yourselves in bones. But we have passed without trace, right? Yeah. Yep. Yes. So you get a plus 10. All right. 17. Okay. 25. 
Okay, all right, so you guys are both very well hidden in your bones. You covered yourselves up in a little bone blankie. Mm-hmm. And Fran, will you please make me a strength check? <laughs> this is mean. Well, <laughs> I suppose I will, Cap. I suppose I will make a strength check. Fuck. Oh, in Shit. my time of need, yes. Alright, Fran, you uh you summon you summon strength you didn't know you had mm. uh and you are able to push this bone cart this as This is though- how powerful I am when I'm near bones. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. You've yeah. redirected your bone destroying energy yeah. into the point. cart pushing energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Well you know, because the reason I had you roll is because this cart is significantly heavier now that it is full of, you know, flesh and blood instead of just bones. Mm. Um the flesh and blood belonging to Corbin and Slake and being on their bones. Right. Not just raw flesh and blood, which is also available in this facility. Oh. I mean, their flesh and blood isn't cooked. It's raw. It's raw. Oh, it's raw. Yeah. Oh, it's raw. That's a taxonomical question that we can uh, we can put on the table for later. But, um... So, you push the cart full of bones out into the main room. What you gonna do now? I wanna go see the tree. You... You can't. You're in the bone. You don't get to make any decisions. Oh, yeah. You're a bone boy now. Couple <laughs> <laughs> of boneheads. Fran's new band, Fran and the Bone Boys. <laughs> I love it. Um, it's a ska band. I mean, I think like let me let me look around. Where are people situated? Where are people? There's a couple dwarves uh, chatting by the tree. Mm-hmm. There's a dwarf up by the workshop there's a bunch of dwarves in the workshop Mm -hmm. and there are a couple of dwarves walking down the opposite hallway from where you came in (sighs) i'm gonna go in the same direction that the the original bone man was going all right so original bone man was heading toward the workshop okay um that's where i too will head yes so you now you you head on your way towards the workshop it's not really a... I guess it's a performance check. That's what it is. It's a performance check. Roll me a performance check. Fran's doing everything she's so bad at. Well? <laughs> okay. Act normal check is what it is. Oh, yeah. That's rad. Okay. I got 11. Okay. You are 11 out of 20 normal. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> a little more than half normal. So you you walk you walk by you uh, can you give me an imitation whistle of uh, of what this guy was whistling before? <laughs> Sounds Perfect. good. That is eleven out of twenty. Pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> Fran can't whistle. Just some new Fran lore. Some oh, new I love Fran that lore. lore. So, uh, Fran, as you are, you're passing by this group of dwarves that's coming out of the workshop. One of them pauses and he goes, "Uh, Urbank is t- something. Your your whistle's a little bit off there, bud." Urbank, Urbank. <laughs> yes, you heard. <laughs> yeah. Wait, herb or burb? Urbank, Urbank. Okay. You heard her. Urbank. Name's Urbank, and I'm sticking with the, the two syllables okay. that came yeah, out of my Urbank. mouth. Urbank. I'm Urbank, and I just embody that role. <laughs> 11 out of 10 much. and <laughs> 11 out of 20 much. Let's, let's be clear. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 11 out of 10 would mean you're doing good. 
Yeah. So I I turn to this guy and I say, Yeah, I have a sore throat. Yeah, uh, he looks at you up and down and he goes, Hey, wait a second. You, you're not, what are you doing wearing Urbank's clothes? Um, just a sec. <laughs> you can do it, Urbank. I'm gonna do it. You fucking got this, don't Urbank. Even, don't even worry. Urbank, I believe in you more don't than even, I believe don't even in myself. Worry. Don't even worry. I summon a demon. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> He's so fucking funny. I mean, you're like, just one sec. <laughs> one sec. I think what I'm gonna do is first of all, cat. Does this does this have like a name tag on it? It's not like a name tag, but you can see that everybody has like distinctive stitching on their ropes. Okay. Oh. Um, some of it looks better than others, so like it seems like they they all do their own like unique patterns stitched on their robes. Mm, okay. Um, yours looks not very good. Okay. Urbank isn't very good at embroidery. Great at whistling, though. Great at whistling. Excellent I, at pushing bones. I am going to look embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Um, and let me, you know what? Let me roll deception first, and okay. then we'll see. Can you give me some guidance? Yes. I was going to say, I can do that. Oh, okay. I'll guide you. Okay. Is it what? D, D4? Uh, D4. That, okay. Yeah. Okay. I... I fucking got a 19. Hell yeah. Okay. Oh, right. yes. Oh, good job. I, I look really embarrassed and I go, I look down and I go, oh my God. Um, I, uh, I thought these actually were mine. Okay. Wherever Urbank is, I guess he's wearing mine. <laughs> and, uh, the, the guy looks like a little suspicious and he's like, mm, all you Better go find Urbank and switch back before uh, before the counselor comes in. He's supposed to be in for an inspection today, and uh, if you get caught, you won't want to... Well... Oh. And he looks down at the pile of bones significantly and then looks at you. Uh, how soon was that again? Uh, he looks at... Uh, he pulls a pocket watch out of his pocket and says, Next. I uh, should be here any minute now. Okay. 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 Well, I'll just be on my way then. Right. I, and then I, I start going b- b- behind, we get, keep going behind where he is. Sure. So you, you head up, there's like a little ramp uh, in the middle of the stairs where you can like push the cart mm-hmm. up to the workshop, uh, which is where the, the dwarf seemed to be going when you observed him. Okay. Um, so you head into the workshop? Yes? Yes. Yes. All right. So in the center of this room, uh, you see a massive skeleton of... A dragon. Oh God! This it's shit time, again. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. Yeah, Fran senses the psychic vibes out of the bone cart <laughs> from the bone boys. <laughs> the bones begin to rattle. <laughs> uh, so there is a a massive skeletal dragon, even bigger than the one that tried to prevent your ocean crossing. The skeleton is half covered in a synthetic skin. Uh, it is being shingled with metal scales. Will you please roll me an investigation check, Fran Ika? <laughs> Fran Ika. Fran Ika and the Bone Boys. <laughs> and that's a 16. That's a 16. Okay. All right, perfect. Uh, you look a little, you get you get your little bone cart closer to these bones. Bones on bones. Uh, you see that these bones are glowing very faintly green. And uh, 
when you look closely, you can see that they are made up of thousands of tiny fragments combined with some type of polymer and cast into the shape of dragon bones. Oh. <laughs> oh. What's going on out there, Fran? You hear from the pile of bones. I shake my bone cart. <laughs> and I go... <coughs> What what else do I see in this room? Like it's just the bo- it's just a bone room. Is there a place for me to that I'm supposed to be dumping my bones? You do see a pile of uh, of bones in uh, on in the middle of a, a big workbench, a big work table. Mm. Um, and uh, you observe as another one of these uh, Titacairn employees, mm-hmm. cultists, mm-hmm. contractors. You're not really sure. <laughs> You're not really sure what their employment status is here, but you see there is somebody working on taking bones from this pile and crushing them up with a big, big mortar and pestle. Mm. And do I see any en- entrances or exits from this room other uh, than the one I came in? Not besides the big, big doors. Okay. And uh, actually- Wait, the you, big, big doors that I came in? That you came in. And okay. actually, can you uh, roll me a perception check? Okay. Give me, an, give me another one. Kind of natural one. Oh no, uh, Fran! You look up. You look around. You are your eyes just keep going back to that uh, that the dragon skeleton. Dragon. Yeah, the bones. You feel you just really want to touch it. Uh, I I I look down at my bones and go, Ooh, oh oh shit! I gotta. Ugh. And then I just turn around and leave. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with Our, my bone cart. With your bone cart, you take the bone cart with you. And uh, the, the dwarf who was crushing up the bones at the mortar and pestle says, "Hey, Urbank, Ur- I need, I need those. I'll be back in a minute." And, and uh, I run off. All right, you run <laughs> off. <laughs> all right, where do you go from here, Bone Boy? Let's see. So we just went into the workshop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there's the place we came from, and then there's another place past the tree. I do want to go. I want to. I want to walk to the exit we haven't gone towards, but I want to walk past the tree and investigate the tree. Alright, uh, Fran, you immediately feel uh, bad as okay. you walk past the tree. It is made yes. of cold iron, and um, will you roll me a constitution check? Okay. I got 17. You got 17? Alright, you are you are able to maintain your concentration on your disguise mm. um, so that it is not disrupted by the wave of anti-magic that just rolls off of this, mm. this beautiful looking tree. However, you do also see that there is a staircase going down which wraps around the base of this tree. Oh. I will also say that staircase, too narrow to bring a cart of bones down. Yeah, well, it's also stairs. I mean, mm. yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's also true. It's also true. But sometimes you just got to tip your friend's down the stairs, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I want to go see the, the the door we haven't gone through quickly. Mm-hmm. The the hallway that's close. Yes. Yeah. All right. So you, you just Urbank taking the bones on tour. Yes. <laughs> through, this, through the hall. But you managed to play it off like you got somewhere to be so nobody else looks at you funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, you... Look down that hallway. Um, you're not really able to tell anything about what might be down that way from where you are. It mm-hmm. looks just like another hallway that's got another few rooms. There's a couple doors, but you, you can't tell anything from here. Is there anybody down this hallway? Uh, not currently. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna scoot, scoot on down this hallway. You scoot, scoot. Uh-huh. And I'm going to listen at the nearest door. 
Uh, okay, so the first door that you stand to listen next to, uh, you hear the sounds of a good number of people inside. Uh, if you would like to know more, please roll me a perception check. A good number of people? Or a lot, by which I mean a lot. Perhaps it is actually a bad number of people in the, in this context. Okay, I got a 13. Uh, with a 13, uh, you can't discern all that much, but mm-hmm. you do hear a lot of like low moaning, a lot of like people talking under their breath. Uh, okay, so maybe so- some some prisoners. Um, I'm gonna go listen at the next door. <laughs> All right, the next door. There is sound. You do not hear any sounds. Okay. If what, you would like to know is, more, is there? You is, can roll perception. Okay, I'll roll perception. <laughs> twelve. <laughs> Mm, you with a twelve, uh, you don't hear anything. You do get a distinct smell of manure. Okay. Um, how many doors are there in this hallway? Uh, so there's two, and then actually the hallway like takes a, a sharp turn, okay. and there's another couple doors down further down. Um, yeah, let's check with the manure. Check the manure door. Yeah, the poop door. The yeah, poop what's door. behind door number two? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you open the door to room number two, and uh, it is full of shit. Mm. Just okay. shit? Just shit? There is, uh, this looks like it is a storage room um, where they have lots of, like, bags of fertilizer, oh. um, as well as uh, substrate and basically all the supplies you would need to farm mushrooms. Oh, okay. Well, call me door number two. Okay. Um, and let's see what's behind door number one. Very quick. Quietly and gently, I'm going to peek in. Okay. Uh, So you peek in very quietly, very gently into door one, and uh, you see a pretty harrowing sight. Uh, It is a just row after row of dwarves who are just laid out on these very thin mats. They are filthy. They are skinny. um, And they are all high out of their gourds. Um, you can see there's there some of them, their teeth have started to glow. Um, and none of them even notice anything happening with you. Okay. Um, they aren't even they aren't even tied up or chained down or anything. Okay, do I see Swan Roxon? No. How many uh, dwarves are there uh, like currently roughly? Uh, it looks like maybe fifteen. Okay, okay. And there's another exit or entrance. Not in this room now. Okay. All right. Well, fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna. I. I just like at this juncture, I'll back out of the room, and I'm just gonna take a minute to whisper what I've seen so far, so that mm-hmm. keep Corbin and Slake apprised. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I think we will continue down the hallway. All right. So there is. Um, there are two more doors in this section of the hallway. One of them is at the very end of the hallway, mm-hmm. uh, and one of them is on the left. Okay, um, I'm going to listen at the door on the left. Uh, you hear uh, funky jazz music. Really? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> All right, I'm going to do a perception check to see like what kind of funky jazz music. Like, right. Oh, right. Like, like what era? Like is it new jazz? And I got a 19. Because <laughs> I know everything about jazz. Jazz, jazz, about jazz. <laughs> new, um, new Fran lore. Uh, so with a 19, um, you can tell that it is uh, some some freestyle jazz it is oh. alive you said it sounds like it's live but it also like you know from Estra, you know that like you know people could make recordings of a live 
uh, you know, live concert. So that's kind of what you think it sounds like. It sounds mm-hmm. like a recording of a live concert, a live free jazz. Yeah. Um, Blessed to listen to jazz, cursed not to whistle along. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and as you're listening, uh, you, somebody says, oh my God, just turn that off. <laughs> oh. Do we recognize the voice? No. Well, this sounds spicy. This sounds like some workplace drama. I'm yeah. I'm intrigued. Okay, I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna listen at the last door. At the last door, uh, you hear nothing. Perception. I got fifteen. You continue to hear nothing. Okay, I'm gonna check in that door. You open the door, and this one leads to a narrow, low cave tunnel uh, that is roughly hewn into the rock, and it goes much, much deeper into the Warren. So, just a deep, deep tunnel? Deep, deep tunnel. It goes It goes way far back before it turns, and you cannot see uh, beyond that. I'm really interested in this jazz storyline. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm, I think I'm gonna... I don't know. I guess I'll, I'll, I'll open the jazz room. <laughs> You op- and I'm I'm not walking in sneakily. I'm walking in as if I have every right to be there. All right, you open the jazz room uh, just in time to uh, see as one dwarf grabs the music player from the other and changes it from uh, smooth jazz to some some really some bubblegum pop. Just yeah. just you need some baby bottle pop. Some some <laughs> baby bottle pop. Uh, and the dwarf angrily jabs a finger at his compatriot and says, "Now this." This is real music. <laughs> <laughs> so there's just two dwarves in here. Uh, yeah, it's a break room. It looks like there's oh. a, there's a couple of uh, benches. There's a table. There's a bowl with some snacks. Okay, I, I can I do a perception check to see if there's anything interesting? Yeah. Okay, a uh, good one. I got twenty one. There's a sign on the wall that says that this is a safe work site. There have been, and then there's like a tack up numbers. Uh huh. It says two. Days without injury. That doesn't seem true either. Huh? No, uh, we, well, we know for well, sure. Employee injury. Injury. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> um, I I go. Oh, whoops. Oh, this isn't the workshop. Sorry. And I back out. All right. And I close the door. <laughs> uh, you you hear the sounds of a violent struggle. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck Very to those good. guys. Good luck to them. Uh, now time to go to the corridor of terror. <laughs> Which one is that? The, 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 sorry, but jazz guys. Let's just take their clothes. Then me and oh yeah, me and Corby. Oh, that's a good idea. Actually, that's true. Yeah. All right. I, I'm right. assuming. I'm assuming once we go back to the jazz room, like they've both kill each they're other, other. Yeah. dead bodies of life yeah. literally dead alright so you you turn around and go back to the jazz room yeah, yeah. Uh, you find them uh, one of them is holding the music player above his head <laughs> and the other one is reaching to try and grab it like one of them's like a little bit taller than the other and, and is like holding it up uh, out of reach nice um, and it is currently playing smooth jazz I barge through the door once again <laughs> and uh, and I pop out of the pile of bones and I <laughs> I grab both dwarves by the back of their heads and I say, it's time for some conflict mediation. And then I bash their heads together. Jesus Christ. Um, can you just roll me a, uh, we'll say it's just a uh, strength check. Yes. Nice. Uh, so that's a 14. You just bash their heads together and they stumble apart. Um, they are not knocked unconscious. I, I would like to um, hit 
the the jazz man with my pick in an attempt to knock him unconscious. Uh-huh. All right, I'm just gonna let you do it. You go ahead. You you finish these two off. All right. You give them, you bonk them good on their noggins, and they are out cold. Corbin leaps out of the bones, and he is holding a bone in his mouth. <laughs> um, and uh, that's all I had. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Great. Well, good. The bone is mostly gone. Have you been eating it? Yeah. Been chewing on it like a little puppy. What the fuck? Can you make me another constitution save, please? Every time. With this shit, Corbin. You're always eating bones, Corbin. Oh, that's pretty good. That's, uh... <laughs> Corbin <laughs> fucking, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's 20 non-natural. Okay. Uh, Corbin, you, uh, you feel fine, but you do feel like your teeth hurt and not because they've been chewing on bone. Mm. Uh, smile, are they, are, they're not glowing, are they? Mm, not currently. But uh, you do, it feels sort of like, and your mouth tastes sort of metallic. Ew. Corbin licks his lips. And Gross, Corbin. My teeth feel funny. I don't know. Stop eating shit. Well, I'm hungry. You guys aren't fucking feeding me. I don't know. I pull out some no beef jerky. I and I say, can you eat some fucking food? He, he bites at the beef jerky like he almost gets your hand, but he doesn't quite. <laughs> I smack Corbin upside the head and I say, there's something they say about the hand that feeds you, you idiot. <coughs> Fred, I was choked. Good. That meat's in my lungs now. Hee <laughs> hee. Oh. <laughs> Corbin, maybe you should stop eating bones. No, I mean, they taste fine. Corbin, I'm just, I'm concerned. <laughs> oh, I don't know about Corbin's vibe. Can we sense Corbin's weird vibe from eating all this shit? Because Corbin has eaten like some weird teeth, some weird like bones. jewels, some weird bones, I some weird mushrooms. Jewels, yeah. um, oh, and I ate the Fran, mushrooms. Fran, why don't you yeah. roll an arcana check on him? Twelve. Uh, with a twelve, Corbin just seems like Corbin. Okay, but a little extra weird. Hmm. <laughs> 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 hmm. I feel <laughs> Marvin, if you if you eat anything else, I'm gonna kill you. Well Now go uh, put on that guy's clothes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you two get dressed up. What do you do with these bodies? Oh, that's a good point. Um, are there any cupboards in here? Nothing that would be big enough to contain a body. Mm, okay, okay. Uh what if we cut the bodies up? Why don't we just put them in the bone cart? Oh, smart, smart, smart. Yeah, no, that makes better sense. I don't want to cut the body up. I mean, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to cut the bodies up. You guys, I'm really starting to get worried. I don't want to cut the bodies up. Nobody's saying we should cut the bodies up, Slake. It's kind of weird for you to bring that up. I think maybe we've been down here for too long. I don't know. I feel like ever since we went underground, Corbin's been eating bones and Mm. like the, the vibe's just off. There's a lot of groundwater down here. I feel great. I mean, does it feel different? <laughs> are there are there unknown deaths? I mean, you know. There's bones. Let's go down that tunnel, huh, Slate? Yeah. I mean, you're Slate. the ca- you're the cave guy. You Come on, love I mean, a cave. Like, don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I seem to have found myself inside of a Midrolin Adson. Um, welcome. Welcome to this is the <laughs> this is our midroll. <laughs> and this is where the magic happens, baby. 
First of all, I would just love to thank our beautiful patrons on Patreon um, who who keep our lights on and keep, keep, keeps us happy little German boys with just two cheeks full of schnitzel. <laughs> um, that goes out specifically this this time to Tiffany, to Yidis Deletis, to Christine, to Luke, to Derek, to Sachi Usagi, to Elza, and to Jess. Thank you guys so much. We would die for you. Probably. Given we didn't find out that you were a bad person first. Um, thank you so much. Thank you. Truly, I mean, it's it's literally the lifeblood of the business. Can I, I can't I can't say it. There's I we wouldn't still be doing this if not for you guys. It's so wonderful. It's so, so wonderful. It's a miracle. And you guys uh, have saved our lives. Thank you so much. And also, I would love to thank our beautiful, beautiful, gorgeous Apple Podcast reviewers. Thank you so much to you, Rapunzel Woman, to Nightmarish Toes, and to Witty Wyvern. Thank you so much. As always, please go there and do the thing. Also, this week, we have uh, a message from our store. Uh, if you would like to get a message from our store, you can go to damesanddragons.store and purchase one for yourself. Uh, this episode, we have one from Nova, who says, Hi, honey. I don't know when you'll hear this, but it is for your birthday. Thank you for marrying me and following me down my shockingly quick descent into tabletop gaming. Thank you for being my DM, my paladin cake pop, my brash spy kid, and my rush into danger Harvey Guillen. We have so many more adventures and mysteries ahead of us, and I can't wait to experience all of them with you. So happy birthday from your wife slash keeper of monsters and mysteries. I love you bunches. It's not signed, but it's from Nova. <laughs> and it's to their spouse. <laughs> um, thank you. That, that was a very sweet message. Thanks for letting me read it. Uh, once again, you can head over to jamesdragons.store if you would like your own. And speaking of messages, here's one from Geekspective. Does the thought of leading a group through the creative landscapes of your imagination terrify you? Do you worry about being asked questions you don't know the answers to? Have you wanted to try being a dungeon or game master, but your social anxiety has been holding you back? Hi, I'm Amber, and I used to nearly vomit at the idea of running a tabletop RPG. How'd I get over that anxiety? I haven't. Surprise! I'm still an anxious mess, and you can listen to all of it on Shapeshift, where I've recorded 80% of every game I've ever ran. Over the last four years, I've run a ton of indie one-shots like Casketland, a weird western horror game, to my first ever campaign using Ryutama, a Studio Ghibli-like exploration-focused game. Follow me through my journey learning how to GM and to live with my anxiety. It doesn't go away completely, but it does get easier to manage. Go to geekspective.com to find out more information or find Shapeshift on wherever you listen to your podcasts. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, Chantel. It's time for the message for you, Chantel. And all that I can do, Chantel, is read you a message. It, but it's actually not a message, it's just a word. And the word is, I don't have the window up that I was going to read it from. 
Hold that thought, Chantel. It is coming at any moment. I just saw a hot picture of Tara Mooney. <laughs> just a second. Okay, I found it. This one is Oracle of Dusk, Chantel. The sleeper agent is active. Go! All right, so you uh, you load your the bodies into the bone cart mm-hmm. um, and head back to the uh, cave door. And we gag them and tie them up. Yeah, yes. I, I, we yeah. don't cut their tongues we out. We don't <laughs> cut their tongues out. Stop asking. Yeah. <laughs> you, don't, you don't cut their tongues out and then gag them with each other's tongues. No, 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 crazy. That would be so crazy. That would be nuts out. All right, so uh, where do you leave your bone cart? Just like inside the door, outside the door? Um, I think in the break room. Yeah, it's fine. Just yeah. leave the bones in the break room. All right. So you leave your bones in the break room. And we cover them up with bones. So yeah. that it's not yeah. immediately apparent that it's not just a bone cart. Right. Everyone's just going to be like, what the fuck was Urbank doing? Yeah. Even this bone cart Classic here. Urbank. Look at the fucking bur- bones everywhere. All right. So you, mm-hmm. um, you uh, head down that tunnel and it narrows significantly. Um, it's like you have to duck almost right away. And it, unlike a lot of the tunnels that you've uh, been going through since you, you, began your journey through the Dwarven Warrens. This one feels it doesn't have the craftsmanship of the Dwarven Tunnels everywhere else. I mean you are underground, you are in a tunnel before that, but it never felt like you were in a cave. Mm. This is a narrow twisting and as far as you can tell mostly naturally occurring passageway. There are some spots like that you can tell you can feel tool marks uh, when you put your hand against the wall uh, and you can tell it's been carved out, but just enough, just enough so that somebody could get through. So it's, it's really not much space to navigate. There are no lights back here. I assume you guys make something glow for a light or do you, do you just go in the dark? I mean, I've got dark vision. I mean, I don't want to like brag about it, but. Okay. You're always bringing that up. It's like, whatever. (laughs) Um, I uh, I can cast something, but I am... It's just annoying, because now yeah. I can't use my, like, my fucking, like, yeah. stuff. I mean, I can and, like, it makes me, like, sad, and, like, I don't want to do I mean, I can just lead you guys around with my superior eyeballs. Yeah, I'm trying to save spell slots if, like, we get into a big fight. Yeah, I think I better save my spell yeah. slots, too. I think right. we'll have... Like, I also, like, for the record, I would love to cast a spell to make us look like the people we're actually impersonating, but can't do it. Gotta save those spell slots. I mean, we're in the dark. It's almost like I've uh, constructed this scenario specifically to challenge you. <laughs> Whatever, cat. Whatever, cat. I don't like your toxic vibe, cat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so um, so do you like make a little child minder leash? Uh, yes. Like the, yeah. the, yes. Oh, yeah. We use our Corbin leash. <laughs> But we use it for all of us. I mean, yeah. I feel like that's a cave thing. You yeah. Know? Well, yeah. It, it, it is. Yeah. You have yeah. a guideline. Yeah. Um, so, all right. So you, you tie yourselves to Slake, who, uh, who leads you through this tunnel as it twists and curves and narrows and expands. Uh, and it goes it goes a long way. And it, the whole time I'm looking back at you guys and I'm like, isn't this great? <laughs> <laughs> and like, yeah, you go down like through a little narrow squeeze where you have to, you know, get down on your on your stomach and like goes through army crawl through and it's like having just a great time uh and 
the light starts to return as you get, you've probably been walking for like 10 minutes now. Um, it's You've gone at least like a quarter of a mile down this tunnel. And um, can you guys all make me a perception check, please? I've perceived nothing. I'm in the dark. Yeah. I think that I likely perceived very little as well. Okay. <laughs> okay. I got 15. All right. Well, um, Corbin and Fran, you don't perceive anything, um, but you do start, Corbin, you start to feel it first. It's that metallic taste in your mouth getting a lot stronger. And you feel like you maybe, like there's something like it just, you just feel wrong. It doesn't feel like that, that cold iron bad, but it just feels wrong. It feels oppressive. Fran, you start to feel it too. It feels like something is pressing down on you. It's like you're the only one that hears it. And it is a very low, sub-audible thumping. No, Cat, when you say thumping, are you meaning... That's what I thought you were going to say. Okay. Yep. All right. I had a fucking feeling. I I say to the others, do you you guys hear that? Uh, Do you feel that's like? Feels bad. Yep. I never thought I'd say this. I think I ate too many bones. (laughs) I kept warning you about those bones, Corbin. Fuck. (laughs) I knew this was coming. (laughs) Do you guys keep going towards it? I mean, I mean, it feels like I personally want to go. Yes. I think we should go. I mean, and also like we we've done all like you guys have gone through all this caving stuff. Like yeah. we've come this far. Okay. All right. Um, I am gonna have all of you roll a Constitution check. Okay. Watch me fail this one. <laughs> I got a nat twenty. So. <laughs> Damn. Corbin, all your bone eating, it's it's, settled your stomach. It's me, yeah. I only got a 12. Okay. 18 plus 7, that's... All right, you're you're fine. Fran. I tired myself out, my cart pushing. Fran. Oh, Fran. Um, You actually don't feel tired. You feel all of your reservations about getting closer to this just vanish. You are jazzed. You are (gasps) pumped. You want to surge ahead and whatever this is, whatever's up ahead... You're ready. You're ready to get all up in it. And I almost like stumble forward and I'm like, you know how like under the ground there's always like groundwater like moving around, you know, kind of like like blood through your veins and I guess there's No friend. That sounds feels like we're at the center of it. You literally sound crazy <laughs> <right> now. <laughs> Let's go! And I run. Oh, whoa, Fran, wait up! You can't see down here. Corbin digs his little. I feet. run into a wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoops! Shit! <laughs> oh, thank God for oh that. Oh my God! I turn around and I'm like laughing, and there's blood like falling down <laughs> my face. Oh my God! Gross. I have like a bloody nose, uh, and I like whoopsie. <laughs> uh huh. I 
grab Fran by her shoulders, and I'm like, whoa, Fran! Steer me on my way, Captain! <laughs> um, and I, I continue to keep running. Ah, oh my god, I, I run after Fran, and I, I, I grab her by her shoulders again, and I stop her, and I say, uh, how about you let me take the lead, Fran? Uh, I mean, yeah, you better hurry up, Slake. I don't know about that. <laughs> I look back at Corbin, and I, I, he can't see me, nope. but I'm giving him a, just a look of like, what Corbin, the fuck? Corbin tugs on the rope uh, and pulls Fran backwards. Oh, good. Uh, Fran, we're going to just do a quick wisdom contest, you and I. Okay. I got 19. You got a 19? Okay. Woo. <laughs> I, hey, came I, close, I came close to the brink. You <laughs> I got an 18. Woo. So, uh, Woo. Uh, Fran, you feel, you don't hear, you feel a voice in the back of your head that tells you to strangle Slake. You are not compelled. You know, I just feel like I might do something crazy if we don't get down to where that that, that feeling's coming from right away, so I think we better go. <laughs> um, I... Move it, Slake! <laughs> better stay out of my grasp! <laughs> um, Keep going! Uh, Corbin, Corbin holds fast onto the little rope to keep Fran from running. Corbin, should we turn back, or... Well, so I don't think we should turn back, Slake. Selfishly, I want to see how this plays out, but, uh... <laughs> All right, we've got the ropes. Besides, I mean, it's Fran. We could take her. Slake, well, keep moving. Yeah. I I keep pushing forward. All right. So you guys keep going for another 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Time just sort of disappears as this passageway continues to descend deeper into the mountain and the light is coming back in degrees just a little bit at first and then it's starting to glow brighter and there's something up ahead and as you come out this passageway spills out into a much larger chamber and in the center of it there is it's hard to tell what it is because it is covered in mushrooms. These green glowing mushrooms are all over this central column, maybe? Is it, or just a big hanging chunk of rock? And the whole ceiling of the cave, the whole chunk in the center, all around the base of it, all of it is covered by these glowing mushrooms. And the thumping that you heard, it's like everybody can feel it now. It's, and again, it's not a sound. You don't hear it in your ears. You feel it in your body, in your bones. Deep in the marrow of who you are, you feel the thumping. You feel the beating earth. Oh, name drop. <laughs> now, Catherine... Is this chamber a, shall we say, heart chamber? You could say that. Okay. Well, this seems bad. <laughs> I think it seems great. How do we get up there, do you think? See, that's that makes it seem even worse to me. <laughs> like, Fran, you're really getting on my nerves. <laughs> Fran, can you roll me one more, uh, one more wisdom contest? Mm -hmm. uh, I got a 14. 
You have overcome. You've overcome the compulsion. Uh, you really want to eat those mushrooms. You really want to eat those mushrooms, but you are not compelled. <laughs> Corbin did not get any kind of compulsion, but he's struggling with the same desire. <laughs> i tell you what. Does anybody think those mushrooms look really delicious? Uh, Fran, this is the most sense you've ever made in your life. Oh. I mean, Slake, are you seeing what I'm seeing? Um, I'm seeing something. No. Here's the thing. I'm not one to be sensical, and maybe this isn't very sensical to say. I kind of want to cast Blight on this whole room. I don't think you should, Corbin. I think you should consider it, Corbin, but also, we're (laughs) in this room, and if this thing, Mm. this big, pulsing, heart-like object- Look at those mushies. Is part of a body, and we're in the body- when you cast Blight. Oh, sorry, I drooled. <laughs> I feel like that might be bad. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's not like the heart just to me. Well, I guess when I've cast Blight in the past, it does tend to disintegrate victims. Should we try to find Swan first? I mean, if we blow up this heart, this whole place, I think, is gonna notice. <laughs> well, what are we gonna do with Fran? Uh, we're gonna get Fran out of here. I, I think am holding like do. I'm holding like seven mushrooms. Oh my god! I knocked them out of your hands. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't have lunch, you know. I gave my beef jerky to this idiot. Hey, there are plenty of bones for you to eat. <laughs> That's disgusting. I yeah, think. Well, look at these. I pulled more mushrooms out of the ground. <laughs> I think we should maybe just head back, and you know, we can get some snacks from the break room, and just, just, just move forward. And they have mushrooms in the break room. <laughs> sure. I bet they've got great mushrooms yeah, in the they break defo, room. Yeah, they defo got mushrooms there. Oh, I mean, yeah, I don't really, I don't know. I mean, like, I feel like maybe, like, I just want to, like, hang out here. Like, I mean, if we want to, oh, oh, if we want to, like, explode this place, maybe you guys can go get Swan. And then later, I'll definitely, like, fuck up this room, you know? Good try, Fran. Oh. And I, 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 pull, I pull on the rope and I start walking back ah. out of the chamber. I start trying to take the rope off of me. Corbin <laughs> ties a knot into the rope that uh, hey. a Superman could not undo himself. No! <laughs> what the hell? What? This is Corbin. You're the one who needs to be put on a leash. You wild animal! Nine out of Blake, ten get times. over here! My little hands are itching for something to do with you, Slate. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> I say, all right. Wait, I think we're done here. And I, I pick up Fran under one arm. No! And I start marching out of this room. This is the best day of my life. I've always wanted to be in this position. Are we out of the cave yet? Are we out? <laughs> Fran, as your as your scream peters out, as you are uh, dragged forcibly from this room, you do you feel something else besides that beating, and you you feel a voice in your head that's asking you that's. Asking you to let it roam free. Uh, Roam free? Is that the mushrooms? (laughs) Mushroom voice? 
Oh, what if it's the what if it's the man and the earth? The earth man. The man and the earth. He's like, I wanna walk um, around. Um, I think to myself, who are you? To the voice. Can it hear me? And it's getting it's getting fainter now. You're starting to um you're starting to realize how fucking insane all of this is. <laughs> you're starting to realize like, hey, um, maybe I shouldn't be talking to the voice in my head, but it's too late now. And um, it says back to you very, and it's just so faint now. And I'm starting to, like, come back to myself, Kat. Yeah, as the farther you're getting away from this chamber, the more you are coming back to yourself and realizing, like, oh, holy fuck, that was a fucked up experience that I just had. I immediately stop walking, and I'm like, whoa, 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 you guys! Oh, look who decided to fucking come to their senses. (laughs) Oh, my God, I think that was the heart of the continent. Oh, I think it was, oh, my God, at the giants, you guys! Friend. Do you realize what this means? Friend, yes. Everyone, but you realize <laughs> it was talking what it in meant. my head. It was talking in your head? Yeah. Oh my god, it told me to strangle Slate. That uh. was that was actually pretty obvious. <laughs> there were a lot of hints towards that particular desire. <laughs> I didn't figure that one out. Well, Slate. Well, I didn't do it. Slate. Yeah, I also told you to eat mushrooms, right? Yeah, which I also didn't do, but I did want to. Yeah. I didn't want to strangle you. I mean, not, not. I didn't want to strangle you. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody is suggesting that we strangle Slate. I All right. Wanna, I didn't want to strangle you. Okay. <laughs> I. I didn't want to. Listen. We've all fought crazy things when we were hungry. I think we better just go get some snacks, and we'll talk this out. I'm not actually that hungry. <laughs> I do think you should have something to eat. Okay. All right, so you guys, uh, after a, a very long climb back, uh, you make it back to that door. And uh, when you open the door, you are greeted to the sound of screaming. Like into the hallway? Back into the hallway of the Titacaran, and you hear screaming. I don't like that. From uh, what direction? From the uh, that main entry room. Okay. Uh, is it like one person screaming? Yes. And they sound like they are in a lot of pain. Oh, fuck. Sounds like somebody else is hungry. Friend. <laughs> oh, we <laughs> better. pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Corbin. You're welcome. <laughs> we better go check this out. I wish I had picked like a more obscure like brand. I wish I had been like Oreo. No, not Oreo. How about um, that's not obscure. <laughs> more obscure Oreos. Well, okay, Oreos are okay. No, but like okay. I mean, Nabisco sounds funnier, I think, than Disney. But like, my brain fully forgot every brand in the world as Nestle. soon as I. Oh yeah, that's a dark. 
Yeah, that's, that's a, a dark, dark one. That's a dark well. That's too dark for us. Yeah, it's a little dark. Um, hold on. I dropped a dice underneath this thing, and I got to retrieve it, or I'm going to... I needed, like, something that was just, like, mind. stupid enough. Like, bugles. Who makes oh, bugles? Oh, wait, I have it. Hold on. Nabisco. Wait, I have it. Oh. Uh, Mar- Marlboro. Marlboro. Oh, like cigars? Oh, cigarettes? Yeah. Cigarettes. No, I think it'd be funny, right? Marlboro. I can't pronounce it. But we <laughs> Listen, all right, I think I think that's actually a better joke. I think we should just retake it from the top. With no. the, where it's Marlboro. No. Marlboro. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, no. it's, it's too late now. Here's what I say. We include that so that the audience knows that we know that we could have made a better joke. <laughs> and then we move and on. And then we just move on and let them have this just, shittier if you, opening. If you cut this out of the podcast, Noelle, I will fucking come to your house because I know where it is. You're in it right now. I'm in it right now. Right and I, now. I will... I will rise up from your basement where I currently live, and I will enter your home, and I will I will don't gently I will tap you with my fist. Descend from the crawl space above your closet. Okay, well, and I will request to be tucked in. <laughs> I will tuck you in. Don't gently, cut any of this out. Tenderly. Don't cut any of this. Out. <laughs> keep all of it in.